welcome to the Situation Report for February 15th, 2023. This is Lieutenant Colonel Murray. Situation is still chaotic with the events and the train derailment in Ohio. However, comma, we are seeing some traction, not just in the, in the alternative media, but also in the mainstream media reporting on the situation. And there's been, a again, there's been a number of different videos released about it without context. And if if you haven't listened to my sit rest before, I've, I've talked about context in a number of different situations, but um, it, one of my admins today said I should do an introduction since I'm on so many new platforms so people know my background. I spent about 23 years in the military, 12 of which was doing information warfare slash digital network intelligence. I ended up my career in command of a cybersecurity battalion that originally started doing cyber attacks, cyber exploitation, cyber defense. And we we moved and migrated mainly to the defensive side of the house because there was really nobody doing that, that mission for the Army CERT outside of um, first IO command, which was the predominant cyber battalion for the army. And there really wasn't a presence outside of the army cert. That's computer emergency response team, which is now a cyber fusion center. And part of that mission was in 2004, I did a tour in Iraq to do nothing other than generate themes, messages, as well as counter enemy information war. And in 2008, I was, back, uh, I was back in DC doing the same mission, only this time for both Iraq and Afghanistan. And part of that mission was cyber exploitation and cyber attack, as well as doing defense side work, um, running the advanced persistent uh, threat team, as well as the advanced network operations team for the Army. And when I left the Army, I stayed in the cybersecurity world. Part of my impetus to start this this sit rep and podcast, really, it started out with a few friends of mine asking me about current events back in 2019. And then it generated into, hey, can you just do these for, so we can listen to them in the car. So I started doing um, 30 minute podcasts that were posted to to a website called how how the west was lost from there i i was convinced to go to telegram when telegram became a thing and started a telegram channel and then branched out to rumble and now i'm doing rss and doing the situation report three times a week and pushing it to a number of different platforms i'm not doing this for money i haven't monetized the channel my whole impetus for doing this is to get people awake, to give them something to chew on, to teach people discernment, to listen to what's called signal versus noise. In the comm world, you always hear um, comm operators and comm officers talk about signal versus noise, right? And that essentially that means 
you filter out all the noise on all the channels from both atmospheric, the enemy, from other units, et cetera, and you focus on the signal so that your units can talk to one another in the field. The same thing applies when you apply that to both the cyberspace and the information space. You want to you want to filter out all the white noise and get to the signal. And signal is what's real. What should you be paying attention to? What are things that are that are not theater, that are affecting not just our country, but affecting our citizens as well as our communities? And last year, I started talking about sphere of influence and line of sight, because in every communications realm, you have a sphere of things you can influence via via communications, whether it's satellite, radio, telephone, whatever. And you try and expand your sphere of influence. And in this case, that's your local community, people that are directly in your line of sight, people that you trust is where you start. People you know you can count on. And you build a community from there. That's your sphere of influence. And you try and expand your sphere of influence through your local community in a variety of ways. And the whole purpose of expanding your sphere of influence is when the chips are down and the economy goes to crap and the the cultural landscape falls apart, the moral fiber of the country is falling apart, you have a group of people that you can count on that will work together when everything else falls apart. That's sphere of influence. Line of sight is what you can see. When you walk out your front door, what can you see? What's visceral? What can you touch? Because your line of sight is real. And you have to ground yourself these days away from technology in things that are real, things that are tangible, things you know you can touch. And that goes along with sphere of influence because everyone outside of your sphere of influence that you you have in your line of sight can potentially be a part of your sphere of influence, but you have to you have to do the personal engagement. You have to make the human connections in order for that to happen. And most people are focused on post-apocalyptic stuff. That's that's not the focus of this. The focus of this is for situations just like in Turkey. You want to have people around you that have skill sets that are able to do things. Most of our society for the last 20 or 30 years has been trained not to do anything. Most people don't even know how to change a tire. Take that in for a second. Most people don't even know how to change the oil in their car. Those blue-collar people that the elite make fun of, those blue-collar people they call rednecks, those are the doers. Those are the builders in our society. Whether you like to admit it or not, those are the people that actually build your houses. Those are the people that actually fix your cars. Those are the people that actually transport you places and give you beverages on an airplane. All those people that, that you take for granted, they're the builders in our society. You want to be surrounded by those people because when the chips are down, they're going to know how to do things. Like a, for, a perishable skill that most people don't even realize that's important is welding. Do you know how valuable a welder will be if our economy falls apart? Do you know how valuable somebody who knows how to make furniture is going to be? Do you know how valuable somebody that knows how to fix cars is going to be? They're going to, they're going to be worth their weight in gold. Why? Because they know how to do stuff. They can fix your car. 
They can fix your furniture. They can fix things in, in a barter system that they have something to trade and you don't. So take that in. That's why sphere of influence is so important. You surround yourself with different skill sets that are complementary. Guess what? You've got a community that you can rely on and work with to survive anything. And that's the whole point of the exercise. Why all this is important is for the very simple reason that we're the country's headed towards the rocks. And you can't trust anything you see in the media and, and for a large part, the alternative media. Case in point, today somebody was posting that there was an attack on Odessa, the port of Odessa. But really, it was a it was old 1941 film of Pearl, the, the attack on Pearl Harbor. Complete BS. But that's the that's the level of disinformation and misinformation that's being pumped into every single medium that you look at. You have to use discernment in order to to ferret out what the real ground truth is. And with so much, so much psychological operations and counter psychological uh, counter psychological operations rented lips today you don't know what's right what's wrong what's real what's not real and even if you did it's hard to it's hard to figure out what the ground truth is which brings me back to one of my original comments about 15 second sound bites and clips. The way that the, the population has been manipulated over the past 25 years has been through 15 second sound bites in the media. And think about the George Floyd riots. With a 15 second sound bite and a 15 second video clip with no context whatsoever, the country blew up. And this whole Black Lives Matter and all this other crap, which turned out to be a grift. All that money was funneled through a company called Act Blue, which paid off all the key leaders within the BLM movement who bought million-dollar homes with all the money they made. It was all a grift. But the 15-second video clip with no context ignited the entire country. And it was done on purpose. And it's not the first time it's been done to the population. It's It was literally done on 9-11. And I talked about 9-11 in my last sit rep, just how hard it is to fly an airplane that big, that fast, especially as a student pilot. Good luck with that. The complex systems in a 5-7 are, are it, it takes pretty much a PhD to fly that airplane because you have to know all those systems. That's why they have a flight crew, not a pilot. It takes all three or four people in that airplane to control all those different systems all at once. Anyway, the point is you can't you can't hang your hat on a 15-second video. You just can't. And as we've seen time and time and time again, these 12 to 15-second videos ignite all of these different emotions across the culture. And it's by design. Part of the psychological operation that they've been that the elite have been playing, mainly the oligarchs and the CIA, have been playing against not just the American people now, but the entire planet, is they're putting people into buckets. You're vaccinated. You're not vaccinated. You're wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask. You're pro-LGBTQ. You're anti-LGBTQ. You're conservative. You're liberal. 
the more buckets they can put people into, the better, because they can divide the buckets and then have those buckets fight amongst each other. Look at the conversation right now about transgender decision-making and the age of consent, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. You have a whole group of people that are in one camp. They're spending all of their time, literally all of their time, trying to convince the rest of the world that the age of consent should be almost down to two, five years old, which is not real. The reason why we have the age of consent is because over the last 200 years, we have figured out at what age men and women mature to the point where they can make independent decisions with understanding of what the consequences of those decisions are. A five-year-old does not have the mental capacity or the maturity to make a decision, a lifelong decision like that, and everybody on the other side of the fence knows it. But that's part of putting you into a bucket. Because if they put you into a bucket, they divide those buckets and they have those they pit those buckets against each other, guess what? You forget about all that decision-making and you're focused on the issue of the day. And that's how they have manipulated the public for the past 200 years, one distraction after another. Case in point, this whole balloon thing, which I'm going to talk about Friday with Master Sergeant Jack Donna, who is an ISR guy who worked with ISR systems that knows his shit. I'm going to ask him the questions that most people don't understand about that whole situation and beyond the visual range radar systems and all the other systems that we use to detect Soviet missiles throughout the Cold War. I'm going to let him talk through that because he's the expert. The point is, is that we have been, again, duped by balloons and intercepting balloons and UFOs and things that most people have ignored for years and years and years because the whole Biden regime is in trouble. The train derailment, which was on purpose, by the way, to sabotage the water system in now six or eight states. That's not that's not something that we can overlook, but it wasn't getting any press coverage until this week. And it's because the alternative media, which is now the mainstream news, is pushing hard to find out what the ground truth is and what's really going on there. Somebody today posted that the local officials used a specific company that's been notorious in the past for siding with with corporations and saying that things are safe when they're really not. They're trying to tell the public that the drinking water is fine. Yep. It's like the guy in your unit that comes out after a gas attack and says, with his gas mask on, it's okay to, you know, we're all clear. You can take your mask off. Everybody looks at that guy and says, you first. That's exactly what the people of Ohio should be doing right now. You first. Tell you what, you get a big pitcher of water and everybody on your council there, take a big swig out of it, and then we'll start drinking the water again. But that's a level of misinformation, disinformation that's being pushed across the entire planet. Look at what they did with vaccines. With vaccines, they literally threatened fired, disbarred, and eliminated any doctor who, t- who spoke up against any of it, as well as any nurses, any 
any healthcare professionals whatsoever. It didn't go along with it. And by the way, most people don't realize this right now. There's still an executive order in place where any healthcare provider, you have to wear a mask. And most healthcare providers are still forcing vaccinations in certain states. All the executive emergency orders, or sorry, all the emergency orders and declarations of emergency are all still in place. With the exceptions of, of red states, for the most part, all of them are still in place in, in blue states. Most people don't even realize it. And part of the reason why all these things are allowed to happen, why people just go along with this stuff, is because we don't teach critical thinking and we don't think we don't teach physics in school anymore. We sorry, we don't teach civics in school anymore. And because we don't teach civics, people from 40 all the way down don't understand that we're a constitutional republic. That's why they use words like we're a democracy. No, we're not. We're a constitutional republic. And that constitutional republic was designed and implemented because they knew a democracy wouldn't work over time. Just like most democracies in Europe are now socialist countries moving towards communism, moving towards feudalism. All of that is because they've eliminated civics from the schools and we don't teach anybody critical thinking anymore. It's all go along to get along. That's why you see so many different people going along with these agendas that don't make any sense. How many people do you see every day, three years after this quote unquote pandemic, that are still wearing masks? They're still deathly afraid of getting something that's never been isolated in a lab. And just to say that out loud, half the public will draw that you're a conspiracy theorist. The other half will agree with you. Do you see how effective the psychological operations have been against the entire population? It's not just here. It's across the planet. There's countries that are almost 100% vaccinated. Israel is the most vaccinated country on the planet. And there are people so vehemently pro-vaccine, even though they have long-term debilitating side effects from the vaccines they have taken, they still are pro-vaccine because the psychological operations were so effective. And they will fight to preserve it. It's, it's like that line from, from The Matrix where Morpheus says to Neo, there's people so dependent on the system, they will fight to preserve it. That is the byproduct of all the brainwashing, the gaslighting, and all of the themes and messages that have been pushed out for the last 25 years after 9-11. And it started long before that. But really after 9-11 is when the police state and the technocratic um, social scoring system was really put into hyperdrive. And what they really wanted to do was keep us in COVID lockdown until they could institute these COVID passports with digital IDs and this digital uh, central bank digital currency. All of that fell apart because you have a good portion of the population here that still does critically think. But the other part of the, the narrative that people have forgotten is that part of the reason why they wanted this COVID thing in place was so they could kill off all the, all the boomers and the geriatric crowd because they've the Europeans as well as the Americans have emptied every single one of the retirement accounts and pension plans across the planet. All of that was by design. 
They, the, the elite and the oligarchs that are currently running the show have fleeced the entire planet. COVID was the biggest transfer of wealth in the history of our civilization. And it was all done on purpose. And now we're starting to see the byproducts. There have been several people that have talked about us, Tom Luongo, uh, several others that have talked about the transition from this this all in we're gonna we're gonna kill off to you know, six billion people we're gonna have this feudalist system people are starting to realize that not everybody's gonna get a seat at the table and that's partly what disrupted the original plan was that people realized when it got to when it got down to bear tax they were gonna nuke themselves in order to make somebody else rich and most Normal people will look at that and go, wait, why am I doing that? Why am I going to eliminate myself, my position, my power, give up my wealth so somebody else can be rich and in charge? Why would I do that? But it takes quite a bit to, for people to get there. If you think I'm kidding, all you have to do is go look at history. History is replete with examples like this where people go along with these grand schemes and these big plans to a certain point, even in the Nazi regime, the Nazi regime and Hitler, as well as Stalin, are prime examples of how this system ultimately falls apart. Because at some point, you're relying on people to be loyal to a cause that they may or may not agree with. And you're you're putting, in this case, they put all these complex plans in place under the World Health Organization and World Economic Forum for one purpose and one purpose only. And that is to take us back to feudalism. They want a, they want a zero carbon environment. That means no, not <laughs> none of us. They want 500 million people left that's the worker class. They want two classes of people. Basically, they want brown people and they want the elite. And the elite will be genetically modified, et cetera, et cetera. All this stuff is in Agenda 2030. All you have to do is read it and read between the lines. And then go look at what Bill Gates has been doing. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. This guy, he started in education, screwed up education, he took civics out of education. Who do you think did that? Bill Gates did that along with another, uh, a host of other well-meaning liberal morons in the education system. And then- he moved into the vaccine thing, which gave us COVID, which gave us event 201, which now gave us event 301, which now is going to give us another pandemic, which, by the way, is statistically fucking impossible. And if people were actually paying attention and critically thinking, they would see that this is statistically fucking impossible to have two pandemics back to back. Never happened in our history. And then he goes on to say, because he clearly is protected that it's either going to be natural or man-made. The last time I checked, that's called crimes against humanity. That's punishable by death. And yet, this guy can parade around the planet and literally say he's going to kill off part of the population and no one has him on a kill list. You have to ask the question why. I'll tell you why. Because it's exactly like the what happened in Nazi Germany in the 20s and 30s. Go look at, go read and do some research on what happened in the 20s and 30s to the German population under Hitler. When he came to power until he quote unquote died. Now there's some conjecture around that, that he died in Argentina in the 60s. Whatever the case may be, that time period 
from the 20s all the way through the end of World War II is replete with exactly what you're seeing right now. And every bit of that is why sphere of influence is way more important than you realize. Because your local community, when everything else breaks down, that is going to be the place where most people start to gravitate. Because there won't be anything else. People aren't going to be moving across the country. If it gets that bad, it's going to be your local neighborhood. It's going to be a barter system. And, you know, Armstrong Economics is a, is a, another good place for information. If you're not a follower of Armstrong Economics, I suggest you follow it. Because he's done some great work, especially on the current situation, as well as where things are going to bubble up to. Right. And he's he's done several articles about April 26th is a magical day. And I'm not sure why, but he talks about in one of his articles, um, as the U.S. breaks up, as is the case in Europe, we will see currencies appear in, on a regional basis. This is how it will, his this is how it will always work. I spent more than two decades investigating these trends and the article is called the De depression script and I, I recommend you read it it is it is incredibly informative and very very well written and and i've been a fan of of armstrong for a very very long time very very smart guy got he got it going on and what he's calling out is the bigger picture so here's the bigger picture the bigger picture is that we are headed towards a financial collapse, not a depression, not a recession, a currency collapse. And it's been architected. The whole plan was to move everyone onto a central bank digital currency, basically a, a, a digital ledger system. And uh, Jim Rickards talks about this, this dis distributive DLT, distributive ledger technology that they've been trying to develop in Europe. Still, supposedly it's still years away. But that said, COVID was brought about and accelerated because the repo markets in 2019 were imploding because they couldn't hold the, the, the grift together any longer. This FTX thing, is it was a grift that was designed so they could move and launder money from all these stimulus bills that they were sending to Ukraine and launder that money back into the U.S. And the plan was to discredit the federal government, discredit the state governments, discredit the local governments, and then convince everybody that businesses are better stewards of both the government as well as our quote unquote environment and our our population than the governments are. And we should be under one banner of a one world government. That that was essentially the plan in, in the cliff notes. But what tripped them up again is people realizing that not everybody's going to get a seat at the table. And this shows graphically that not only are not people not going to get a seat at the table, they're already planning on a collapse that's going to drive people to a sphere of influence that's local with currencies based on what's local, what local assets and resources that specific area has. I think it's going to be at the state level. I don't think it's going to be at the community level, but stranger things have happened. Why all of this is important? is that 
you're not going to know that any of this is going on until it happens. And when it happens, a whole half, probably three quarters of the country is going to be going to be caught completely off guard. Because the psychological operations have been so effective against most of the population that people don't even realize there's something wrong. They know and sense that things are different, but they don't realize something's very, very wrong. Every market, every institution in our society has been corrupted to the point where it's non-functional, as well as the supply system and the logistical system has never recovered from COVID. And with China going through their gyrations of their COVID and their issues, they are slowing the supply chain even further. And most of the things that we do and take for granted in this country are built in China. They take raw inputs from all over the world. They're a net importer. And then they export those goods and goods and services that you see at Walmart and other stores that you take for granted. They do all that. We don't do any of that. And once all this collapses, you're going to see millions of people clueless on what to do. And prior to November 8th, I was focused on the elections in Arizona and the political system here and trying to reform the political system and bringing people's awareness up to what these politicians have really been doing in the background. One of those things that I talked about in my last sit rep was these intergovernmental agreements. People don't realize how insidious this really is. This COVID thing was insidious. They were going to hand off sovereignty of every county in Arizona to the World Health Organization through the CDC. And my team and I were the ones that exposed that. And Jack Donna and Don Jenkins were the, were the two that actually published an article that Mark Levin put in prime time and that was put in the Washington Pundit. Not only exposing the IGAs, but exposing the politicians that were hiding behind this and where all of this started. And I pushed it out on every medium that I was communicating. I was doing interviews with with um, American Media Periscope. I was doing uh, interviews with Kash Patel and and with um, other influencers within the the truth community, getting the message out. And we were able to slow the train down, but they're moving, still moving ahead. Most people don't even realize that they built FEMA camps during COVID. There was a few advertised, like one was advertised in Washington, but I'm convinced it was just a distraction to see if they could generate a, resp generate a response. And what they really want is they want the Patriot movement, quote unquote, the truth movement, to do something stupid so they can validate their narrative that the most dangerous people in this country right now are white supremacists who are AKA patriots. That narrative has been around since 2008 and the FBI has written several different threat briefings and threat, threat documents outlining why people that are patriotic are most, more dangerous to the constitution. Why? Because everybody in Washington DC is a fucking communist. You can see that in all of the actions that the regulatory agencies have been taking since Biden was installed in office. All you have to do is look at the FDA. The FDA is a regulatory body. Their job is to regulate the food industry and regulate the drug industry so that 
everything you see on the shelf is safe. And it's been turned in and weaponized against the American people at the behest of China. The FDA just signed a $500 million grant to subsidize and expand major meat packing plants across the country. At the same time all that's going on, over 100 food processing facilities across the, across the country and the planet have burned down within the last two years, all since Biden took office. And now you have Bill Gates that's involved in food production. You have Bill Gates that's trying to push mRNA vaccines on, on livestock and push that into the food chain. Everything they add to the food chain is detrimental to humans. And the FDA is supposed to regulate the food chain so that that does not happen, so that you don't have a tainted food supply with some kind of bacteria, virus, or God forbid, some kind of a um, some kind of a fungus. But yet the FDA has been weaponized, and now they're not only helping to kill the small guys, they're doing everything they can to promote big businesses like Amazon and Walmart and some of the other big uh, big stores and big box stores. They have no desire to keep anything that they can't control in place. And every single institution in D.C., every agency has been weaponized against the American people, including the IRS. Notice how the new Senate and the new House has done nothing to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents that they hired. That's 1,000 agents per state. And you have to ask yourself, what are those 1,000 agents going to do? They're not going after big business. They want to kill small business. They want to kill medium-sized businesses. And they want to drive everybody to the big box stores because they can control what you eat, what you see, what you consume, how you consume it. And with the digital central bank digital currency, not only can they control what you spend, they can control what you spend it on and turn you off at the flip of a switch, just like they're doing in China. The whole end state for every single one of these different agencies that they have weaponized and all this COVID activity, as well as all these different uh, initiatives that they've put in place over the last two years for voting and everything else for one thing and one thing only. So they can usher in a, a social scoring system like they have in China so that they can remain in power as long as they want to and control the population at their whim. And if you think I'm kidding, go look at what's, what's transpired in China in the last year. Anybody that rose up against the government was shut off. In fact, there was a protest scheduled for a year ago and while people were on the train, their credit cards, every single bit of their life was switched off by the CCP, so they couldn't do anything except get rolled up. You don't move, you don't eat, and you don't live if you're signed up for the social scoring system. And if you sign up for one, one piece of it, you sign up for all of it. And if you think I'm kidding, I want you to go look at how much of your life right now is online. How much of your banking is online? How much of your information is online available to the federal government? How many digital IDs have you signed up for? You, now you have a digital ID for taxes. You have a, the veterans, if you've served in the military, now they're trying to get you into ID.me. You know what ID.me is? It's the central government moving you into a central database 
under the guise that you're going to get all of your benefits from the military? No, ID me, it plugged into every single agency, including the IRS. You are de facto signing up for the social scoring system just to get your benefits. That's the carrot they're using. They use the same carrot, stick and carrot in Sri Lanka. They crashed the economy. They crashed the logistical system. They turned they turned off the spigot for the gas. And then they slowly started adding things back. But guess what? If you wanted to get gas to heat your home, to cook or anything else in Sri Lanka, you had to have a digital ID. You had to have a barcode to get a gas ration. And notice how the moment that that was rolled out, full blackout on what's going on in Sri Lanka. No news whatsoever. And what was the first thing that Lula and Brazil did when he came to office? Everybody's got to be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you don't work, you don't eat, you don't get fuel. Does that sound familiar? The psychological operations that they have been using for years, they're using now across the planet in total under the guise of this climate change to instill a one-world government. This, All this is real. Which brings me to discernment and signal versus noise. What are the things you should be paying attention to? Number one, you should be paying attention to what's happening with the currencies. Number two, you should be paying attention to what's happening in Ukraine. As far as I know, the Russians have started an offensive, and they're going to drive this thing to closure despite what Mark Milley and the rest of the retards in the Pentagon think. All of this, all of this um, train derailments, all of that signal, because not only is it affecting the environment, but it's affecting the water supply. And I was told months ago, months ago, that they're going to do something to the water. And there it is, the Ohio River completely contaminated. And that's just the start. They're going to slowly starve the logistical train. They're slowly going to starve the economic train. They're slowly going to starve all the cultural train and drive this into collapse. They're going to stay on their plan. There's a lot of good people that are working to fight against that. And we'll see where that goes. Now, do I think anything going on in the in the House or the or the Congress is signaled? No, it's all noise. It's all theater. It's all bullshit. You shouldn't even be paying attention to it. You should be paying attention to what's going on with vaccine deaths, vaccine side effects, disclosure of vaccine information, and disclosure of remedies for the vaccines and the spike proteins. You should be paying attention to that because every bit of that is signal. Everything else, white noise. As well as the other thing that was created by COVID that people aren't paying attention to is there is a crisis in healthcare because so many people were laid off and fired that they have not replaced because they're not vaccinated. That there is a crisis in healthcare right now. And anytime you go to see a doctor, it's a four to six week wait time. If you have a major condition, I guarantee you, you're going to sit in the ER for four or five hours before somebody sees you because they're just that overwhelmed. And I didn't know I didn't know what was going on until I had an emergency and I went and sat I sat in the ER waiting room right down the street from my house at one of the one of the least busiest hospitals in all of Phoenix. And I sat there for four and a half hours before I was finally seen. And then I was in the ER for another seven hours 
because I was only seen almost literally once an hour until they discharged me. And I asked one of the doctors, what's going on? He said, we're, we're so, we're at, you know, 40 or 50% mammy. You can't sustain that. They've created a situation and architected a situation where the healthcare system will collapse as well. And my guess is it's going to collapse all at the same time. And if I go by what Armstrong's saying, it's going to be somewhere around April. So after November 8th, I changed all of my format to focus on resistance and preparedness. Be prepared for the worst. Get ready for the worst. And hope for the best. And we have a Substack that's set up where we shared a bunch of information in Substack to help people get ready. And it's it's in the it's in the notes. You can see it. I I, I highly advise everybody start getting prepared now. If you're listening to this, trust me. You're ahead of most of the people in your neighborhood. I talk to people every day. In fact, I talk to somebody today blissfully unaware of what's going on. And I was at Costco today. And I am always amazed and astonished by the number of retards that are still wearing two masks. There was at least 12 people today wearing two masks and a host of others wearing a mask. Of course, most of them were over the age of 60. And all they do is sit at home and watch CNN, yet another byproduct of the 60s and 70s, the sedentary, the sedentary lifestyle where everybody sits around watching the news and they consume all that programming. Here's, here's some advice for discernment. There's two to three different sources for everything that's being published. Go validate these in two to three different sources. And I don't mean like two to three different channels in Instagram or Facebook or Telegram or True Social. I mean, go find an article that somebody wrote on Substack or on Zero Hedge or Populist Press or Citizens Free Press and then validate that against two or three others and make sure that whatever you're reading can be corroborated by multiple people. And even then, I would be highly suspect of what I'm reading because there's so much disinformation. Well, you have to go to two or three different sources. Substack is a good source of real journalism. There's a lot of people doing real work to try and ferret out what the truth is. The guys over at Revolver News, Revolver.News, those guys are doing yeoman's work. The guys at the Washington Pundit are doing yeoman's work to validate sources and validate what they're publishing. Tracy Beans is doing yeoman's work, trying to push out truth and validate her sources. Get away from the politics of the truth community. What matters is the stuff that you're reading and consuming is done by people who are actually validating against source, source material that they can not only fact check and prove, but fact check, prove, and stand up in court. And that's what most of these people I referenced are doing. That's how you get to the signal. And turn off the noise. CNN, MSDNC, ABC, NBC, Primetime TV, Netflix. Turn off all of that shit. In fact, if you think I'm kidding about programming, I want you to go look at Netflix and see how many dark, Luciferian titles are in Netflix, in Amazon, in Disney. Go look at how many dark Luciferian titles are there. And the litany test 
is that there's a show on Netflix called Satan. And literally, the show is about how Satan's a good guy, but has always been misunderstood by the public and by the Bible, and God's a bumbling idiot. That should tell you exactly the type of programming that they're pushing into the population right now. And by the way, that series is a hit. People are gobbling that shit up like it's candy from a store. You want my advice? Turn that shit off. Make a human connection with people in your neighborhood, in your family, in your friend circle, in your sphere of influence, and start planning for the worst. That's the best thing you can do. And then start planning for resistance against a tyrannical federal government because it's already started. That's the only way you're going to be prepared when shit hits the fan. And we're not that far away. If you look at the, the, the key indicators of what's going on, if if Ukraine falls or it's a protracted conflict, it will drive Europe and the U.S. into bankruptcy, and we're already there. And you will see a collapse. And right now what they're trying to protect is they're trying to protect the evidence that's there because they can't destroy it fast enough. And Putin's already got a lot of it. He's already given a lot of it to the U.N., knowing that the U.N.'s corrupt. Well, mark my words, there's going to be some major disclosures in the next several months that will rock the world to its core about how evil these people are. And I'm talking about the oligarchs. What you're seeing right now on the world stage is a dick-waving contest between all the oligarchs. That's what happens when you have that much money. You have a guy like Bill Gates that can run around talking about, openly talk about murdering people with different bioweapons and not be on a kill list somewhere. That is the byproduct of everything you're seeing. So get away from the psychological operations and make human connections. Put down your phone and talk to people. All of us do it. We all go to the we all go to dinner and we're all looking at our phones. Just look around a restaurant next time you go to dinner, look at how many people are looking at their phones. I guarantee you, you're going to see a number of them buried in their phone while they're at dinner, not making a human connection. The best thing you can do right now is make a human connection. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end today with a little rockabilly. Something I haven't played for a while. This one is uh Eddie Cochran. He's got a mixed catalog, it's a pretty interesting catalog. He was mainly big in the in the 50s, early 60s. This one's come on, everybody. You'll know when you hear it. But uh, I think it's 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 pretty much um a nice transition from the Partridge family over the last couple of days. But disconnect to connect and make human human connections. And start doing that more aggressively now over the next several months. God bless. One team, one fight. My home was all a week along, and now I 
Come on, everybody. 